The wolf will live with the lamb. The leopard will lie down with the goat and the calf and the lion and the yearling together. And a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear. The young will lie down together. And the lion will eat straw like an ox. The infant will play near the cobra's den. And the young child will put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his resting place will be glorious. Let's return to our roots. Humor me for a moment, but Christmas can make us very nostalgic. I can think back to all the different things, the different parts of our lives, uh, the different traditions that we may have um, around this Christmas holiday. So, join me. Um, let's return to our roots for a minute. I imagine you guys are with your families, with people that you're around. Go ahead and turn to each other. Share some of your favorite Christmas memories, favorite Christmas traditions you may have. Go for it. Let's bring it back. Let me tell you a couple of mine. Um, well, I remember going to church every Christmas Eve and Christmas Day service, getting our presents from Santa on Christmas Eve, um, and then one as well on Christmas Day, typically, after church. But yeah, it was an amazing time. Um, also, we have a lot of good Christmas movies that come up, too. Um, I can remember trimming the tree every year to a particular Christmas movie. Um, and we have a clip to, we'd like to show to help illustrate the point of remembering great things that happen in our family. Play it. get the idea. Christmas brings up a lot of happy memories. Some of more of mine. Um, I can remember every Christmas Eve, my aunt would make this giant like cherry flavored punch bowl that you would combine with either Sprite or 7-Up. And when we were older, I would also combine with brandy. But 
I was so great. I remember the famous hot fudge that my grandma would make. I remember a bunch of different things around this Christmas holiday that bring back a lot of happy memories. And there's nothing wrong with being nostalgic about it. They are great memories and they should be had. But if we get too caught up in the way that things were compared to how they are today, looking at today can leave us stumped. We're stumped about our world today. We can end up longing for the good old days of how things work. Maybe you're looking at your Christmas schedule, your month of December, and you're caught up with a bunch of different more things that you have to do, running the kids from place to place, kids being run from place to place, um, the different things that you have to do on top of it all, the decorations. I still haven't bought all my presents yet. I probably should get on that. But all the different things that come with this Christmas holiday. Think about the families that will be in the same room, the awkwardness that can happen there, the people you wish you could have just one more Christmas with, but they have since passed on. These things that we encounter in our world today can make our celebrations, instead of feeling joyful, feel much more hollow, like a rotten tree stump. And that's what our Old Testament reading was about. He saw Israel, the nation of Judah, at a time when it was far from its former days of glory. Isaiah the prophet was looking back at a time when things were so much better. The kings that were there were King David and King Solomon, and they were much better kings than what he was dealing with at his time. And he longed for the day when the promised Messiah, this promised coming king, would come and save his people. In Old Testament, Israel was often referred to as a tree. But the problem was, in his day and age, that tree was felled. Um, Isaiah struggled that his nation, his people, were not as faithful as they once were. They had no king that was faithful. And they had fallen away from what they were intended to be, a holy nation, a people of God that were set apart from the rest of the world. But, of course, we know where the story goes. There was a living branch that rose up from the stump of Jesse. When I was in um, uh, high school, between high school and college, I worked a summer at a landscaping company. I was terrible at it, by the way. But I remember after we had felled some trees on this guy's property and we went back week after week to weed his garden and do stuff like that, take care of his lawn. But there were always these, um, we called them suckers, but there were all these little um, branches, these little shoots that would be growing out of this tree. Trees are incredibly resilient and they always keep growing back up. In the same way, people of God, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, was incredibly resilient. He was the hope, uh, the line of Jesse, the stump of Jesse. You can put the text through. A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse, and from his roots a branch will bring, will bear fruit. Jesse was the forefather of their greatest king, David. This new shoot, this new man who was to come, 
would be the incarnate King of Israel, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the incarnate Jesus. He was the promised Messiah, the one who sat at the right hand of God, and he came into this fallen, sinful world. He came just like you and me. Ever think about that? The one who created the entire universe, the one who was at the right hand of God, laid aside his divinity, came into our world, encountered all of our problems, all of our broken stories, all of our bad situations, not only encountered it and overcame it and started something new. But we should remember, he didn't come as some conquering king or the son of some powerful lord. He came as a humble child. Hear the word of Isaiah 53. He grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. Jesus could have came as anyone, but instead of becoming the son of a powerful Lord or anyone prevalent at the time, he chose this young woman from the land of Judea. He chose to be worshipped by shepherds. Probably smelled like disgusting sheep. He chose to be laid in a manger in a feeding trough. That was the bed in the home of the Lord of all creation. The humble, small upbringing. This living branch was tender and young, but it did not stay that way. Because this small branch, this root of Jesse, grew up from this small little branch into the tree of life which would overcome and unite the whole world. He is our great tree of life. Let's hear again Isaiah uh, from Isaiah verse 10. In that day, the root of Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nation will rally to him and his resting place will be glorious. That branch, this living branch, this root of Jesse becomes the great tree of life of which you and I are all a part of. We're all connected together through Christ. And he connects us through a couple of different ways, like Layla today, in the waters of her baptism. God had cl has claimed her as his own, and nothing will separate her from that. And you and I, many of the rest of us, will partake in the saving meal of communion, where God connects us all together. Have you guys ever thought about what happens in communion? You and I quite literally eat and drink of Christ's body and his blood. We believe in real presence, that he is truly present in this meal. Quite literally, you and I ingest a piece of Christ. In a sense, you and I become part of Christ. And we be all become united together into this great tree of life. What I mean by the great tree of life is the great universal church here and throughout the entire world. Every faithful church that, that has the sacrament, has baptism, is all part of this great tree that extends across the world and throughout all time. This tree has incredible branches. 
and you and I are a part of it. And what do branches do? They help extend the tree's reach. And we're laden with fruit. Trees produce fruit. And there's a lot of fruit that you and I produce. God enables us through the sacraments, through baptism, to be thankful in all circumstances, resting in the promises of forgiveness of sins and eternal life in his coming kingdom. We get to spread that message of joy here and to every corner of his creation. You are quite literally the extensions of Jesus to your own little corners of his creation. You and I live in it all together. But our joy is rooted in Jesus, our living branch, the Lord and Savior of all creation. So this Christmas, we think about the incredible things that we have, the traditions we have, the stories we may have. Never forget about our living branch, the one who connects us in every circumstances to the great tree of life. Live and enjoy being a part of this tree as we celebrate being a part of the kingdom of God. Amen. Oh, may the peace of God which surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus to life everlasting.